On this episode of the Film Optics Podcast, the Dune trailer is finally here and it's amazing. I'm completely speechless. We also have rumors of Black Widow being pushed back from its November release dates. So let's jump in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we bring you the headline hot takes of entertainment news each and every single week. I'm your host, Christian, and today, of course, we're going to be talking about the world of film, TV, and everything pop culture related. And as always, I'm joined by my good friend and my co-host, Devin. How are you doing this week? Doing pretty good. Chromebooking it up still. Just just hanging out in in the land you should uh, uh we just we just got out of a, a heated debate but we're we're good to go and record here <laughs> yes we did <laughs> not with each other of course it was <laughs> with one of our friends yeah yeah we we won't get into it but it, it was a pretty heated debate i'm not gonna lie it was just like wow but hey you know to each their own it's all good but yes my week's been pretty good um came back from the land uh, a few days ago so kind of just getting back into the swing of things you know just got off work a little bit ago and uh here to talk about some 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 news stories some some exciting things happening um i would say we're actually kind of light this week because when i was going through i was like i don't really think there's much to talk about but it i think it'll suffice for today yeah. but uh, before we begin today's news topics, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Red Circle, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. And also, you can follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. So let's just dive in. We got some comic book news here. We got some some DC fandom returning this weekend, Devin. Two days, two days from now. Um, for those of you who don't know or who are somewhat confused about DC's um, DC fandom events, uh, originally everything was supposed to happen um, earlier in August. I think it was the twenty fourth. I can't remember the actual date, but uh, there was just so much news and so much so much to announce um a lot of fans were worried that you know they weren't going to be able to you know kind of just view or experience the new uh the new content and the new uh good goodies that uh dc has for all of us fans out there so they split it into two parts so this is the dc fandom explore the multiverse section of dc fandom prior to was the hall of heroes that normally covered all of the TV shows, video games, movies, things of that nature. Well, not much TV shows, ma- mainly just movies and video games, the, the bigger things. This one is going to be covering more of the comic book section, the TV section, the DC animated section, which I'm very excited about. Will you be t- tuning in, Devin, or are you just going to sit this one out? I feel like you got everything you needed to hear from um... the first event. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably set this one out. I'll, I'll catch some <laughs> some trailers on Twitter here and there. Uh, maybe some Doom yeah. Patrol news. That'll be good. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I'm you know I'm, 
we we, we got to get her Doom Patrol season three, man. I finished season two, and man, that was. Whew. I mean, even when though we didn't get the what final there is part, of season two. Yeah, I mean, they they got pretty far. I mean, nine episodes out of ten, not bad, not bad. But yeah, that's coming up this week, um, this Saturday. Starting at, oh my gosh, I think it's 12 p.m. Pacific. I cannot find that information right now, but that's okay. I will try to do a live cover on it um, through the Music City Drive-In website. I'll be live tweeting on Twitter because I don't believe I have too much going on that day. So that'll be pretty cool. I actually, no, I take that back. I do have something going on that day. <laughs> Um, I'll tweet what I can. Yeah. <laughs> I will tweet what I can <laughs> and when I can. So you want to take this next news story, Devin? Oh boy, I sure do. Let's see. This uh this Chromebook's lagging behind, of course. Spider-Man 3 fan <laughs> art cast John Cena as Sandman, but we cannot Ooh. see him. <laughs> Literally cannot see him. And that's not the only sand news we got today. We, we got a lot of sandbox news coming up for everyone. But yeah, um, I kind of just threw this in here because I know he tweeted a picture of Sandman fighting Spider-Man. And I know a lot of people are very excited. I mean, he's, he's got the look. Can't deny that. Yeah, that is. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> that is very, very true. <laughs> Oh, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I like the first Sandman. I mean, I'm kind of, I mean, has a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth. I just want to see, you know, whatever villain Spider-Man ends up fighting, whether it be in the MCU or within Sony's, what did they call it? Oh my gosh. They, they have their own universe for Spider-Man. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it, but anyway, whoever he ends up facing, I would like to see Spider-Man face just villains we haven't seen on the screen before, like Morbius, maybe, or even like a scuff between him and Red uh, Daredevil, not Red Devil. Wow. Or even Craven the Hunter. I know a lot of people have oh, been, yeah. Uh, yeah. Got, we, we got some Mysterio action, so that was pretty cool. So hopefully. Um, so moving on here really quick. Um, I think we kind of covered this. I'm not, wasn't entirely sure, but there's still a lot of, um, Black Panther comics that are free on Comixology, uh, via Amazon. I know that news was kind of, from what uh, I saw, I think it was like pretty much all of them. Yeah. I have been adding them. <laughs> it's like six pages, dude. <laughs> it's a lot. Like, it's a lot. And I think I only have, like, half of them done. So, hopefully. But, yeah, I just kind of wanted to throw that out there for anyone who's interested um, in starting to read comics. Or, you know, if you've never checked out a Black Panther comic before, now's your chance. So, yeah, small little tidbit of news there. But go ahead and take uh, this next one away. Kumail Nanjiani, our, our guy. He's in the news again. He's talking mm. about Eternals. No, the just Eternals. That still throws me off, I swear. 
And he is he's talking about how how much he's excited for the huge Bollywood dance scene that will be included in the movie. And his quote is when I walked onto the set and saw a huge group of brown people who were going to be in a Marvel movie, I felt such gratitude towards Chloe for creating the situation. And that just Mm. kind of shows the importance of uh giving uh diverse groups of people different opportunities within these big hollywood movies and uh and uh, giving creative directors creative freedom marvel is starting to do that more which is good yeah eternals for best picture coming up next next year it's happening yeah kumail <laughs> best actor there we go best actor there we go yeah well yeah um so <laughs> Like when I read this, I was like, I don't know if I should be mad at this, like quote unquote spoiler, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I don't I mean if they ever, I'm sure there if are they ever released a trailer, it would be nice. And yeah. Anything, really. <laughs> anything, honestly. <laughs> yeah, because what we were supposed to get Eternals this year in November. Yep. And it got pushed back. Man, come on. Ugh. Corona. We still haven't gotten Black Widow. Still no Wonder Woman either. Speaking of Black Widow. More oh. maybe mm. bad news. Uh-oh. No. Uh, all right. So I guess I'll take this one. So there are reported whispers that Disney may move Black Widow from its November 6th release date. This story comes from thedirect.com. And, you know, they're kind of just, it's, so anyway, so let me start this off by saying uh, there was quoted. Um, th- this was a quote from, oh my gosh, I didn't even quote who this was. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm just going to read the quote really quick and then we'll talk about it. So uh, the quote reads, there's a possibility we could see Wonder Woman 1984 going somewhere in November. Yes, November. There are whispers. And Disney would not confirm today that its Marvel movie, Black Widow, could move from its November 6th release date. And, of course, you know, there are a lot of other projects that are supposed to be hitting this year. Uh, You know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, WandaVision, Loki, et cetera, et cetera. Um, We just, we haven't heard too much. And I think Marvel is... I personally think Marvel is purposely just being quiet. I mean, yeah, of course they're going to give us the Mandalorian. They have to give us something this year. And I think the Mandalorian season two will hold people over, but I fully expect next year, Marvel to start, you know, spilling the beans, telling us what's going on, you know, on unlock those loose lips of theirs. So yeah, we need, we need the, the good tea. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean it would be great if marvel had their own like oh, can you imagine if marvel had their own like thing like dc fandom like dc fandom's awesome but like it would be really awesome if marvel had their own as well because we could definitely cover both sides and everybody's happy like i'm excited dc's doing this and hopefully marvel sees you know what dc has uh is doing and maybe even marvel comes out with their own version of dc fandom and you know, refines them a little bit, and then you know, it's it's just a lot of back and forth. You know, Marvel sees what DC's doing; they kind of do their own carbon copy. They let make it a little bit more refined. DC sees what Marvel's doing, make theirs a little bit more refined, and everyone's happy at the end of the day. But 
You want to take this next bit of news, Devin? I know the you boys. would uh, share this with me. The boys. Have you uh, started season two yet? Yeah, I'm. I'm I finished off uh, the first three episodes. I got the first two in. Just always enjoyable as usual. Yeah, it really is. I'm. I'm loving it so far. And and of course there are some really dumb people out there because uh, the, the boys is being review bombed season two is because people are mad at the release schedule oh this boy. is another heated argument <laughs> that, <laughs> that we had in our group chat <laughs> well between jared and i but i mean i like both but i think i prefer the weekly more just because i feel like it's not as much of a chore i feel like i don't have to sit down and rush watching it this way i can digest it better i can you know understand what's going on engage in conversations throughout the week but that's just me i know i'm, you're not, more even, I'm not even like arguing with them on on that idea that binging is better than weekly because i, mm. I do agree that it is but if, if you're gonna downgrade the entire show because of this release schedule why you're you're awful just go away yeah. it doesn't yeah, affect that, that the show at all it, it really doesn't and yes i mean is it is it fans fault for assuming that it would be released all at once maybe but then again amazon didn't necessarily tell us at first like hey you know it's the entire season's going to be out um on day one or vice versa Netflix I mean, is really the was- only one staying to binging only yeah netflix uh, well, I guess I guess you, we could say Hulu as well, because I mean, we when we reviewed Solar Opposites, all episodes were out, and I think even yeah. with uh, Monsterland coming up, I believe all eight episodes are coming out day one. So I guess yeah, I guess I mean, of course, you know, it stems from Netflix because they are, you know, that that is literally their business motto. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, it, it is pretty stupid that. Uh, people were review bombing it just for that that's just that literally has nothing to do with the shows themselves and this is like this is why i don't really like user scores or just like user reviews when it comes to shows tv uh video games or movies because it's like it's i mean it's accurate but like it's not accurate at the same time i mean there, there, there are Captain- some good times to to do a user review bomb like for example the latest madden people are upset because <laughs> yes. ea is bad and that's a good time to use your power to try to get them to change. But exactly. this is just an awful example of it. Yeah. It's, yeah. I remember even when with Captain Marvel, it's like, oh my gosh, like if you didn't like the movie, that's fine. But like people were review, 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 yeah, review bombing that, not even seeing the movie, even with The Last of Us Part Two, There were a lot of people, you know, out there, like, you know, leaks, the leaks happens and people read the leaks and they said, that's stupid. I'm not buying this game. That's a terrible idea. It's like, well, if you just read something on a piece of paper, anything seems bad. It's execution that is important. But even with like Marvel's Avengers, like, I mean, like I voiced my opinions about it because during the first week of Marvel's Avengers, unless you pre-ordered the game on PlayStation, you weren't playing that weekend. So what did I do? I had to go online and watch a bunch of people you know twitch stream it up and whatnot from what i saw you know i kind of voiced my opinions about it and then i was able to try it the following weekend because it was an open beta and i mean 
I was I was kind of right, but I mean, it's it's all about you know trying something before just saying, oh, something like this is stupid. Like, why why would the boys season two only give us the first three episodes? It's like I mean, even on HBO Max, I think Raised by Wolves they gave us the first three episodes. I just started episode one. I only got maybe ten minutes into it. It could have been started, worse. It could have been just the first episode. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse, like, absolutely. Or maybe, like, I don't know. Like, I was like, okay, maybe it's in threes. But, I'm like, no, I think it's ten episodes. So we'll just have to wait and see. I, I, just, I just think that's really stupid. I hate it when people review bomb something without even trying to um, just trying it out or just, you know, keeping to themselves. <laughs> but we got this next news story, our last bit of comic book news here. It looks like New York comic-con 2020 unveils the first panels of its all digital con so we have a lot of things from hulu actually a lot of crazy things uh looks like Monsterland's is going to be there hellstrom um that is one of marvel's properties that has marvel's name nothing around it um and the cast of marvel's uh modok m-o-d-o I mean, it's it's an acronym for something. I just don't know what. Um, so there'll be a first look at um, that TV show. We have Animaniacs coming as well, a new uh, TV show coming to Hulu. And uh, Hulu's Book of Blood, I guess that's something Comic-Con related. Yeah, it's um, based on books. No, is it? Okay. Um, well, yes, of course, Book of Blood, but <laughs> the Books of Blood. And then we also have a little bit of an Archer Cast trivia showdown. Uh, what we do in the shadows, FX Q and A, spotlight on Doctor Who, uh, the Ooh. Watch, the first look at the uh, BBC America's new series, AMC's The Walking Dead, which is apparently fin- wrapping up its final season. I think it's fourteen seasons, something like that. Uh, DC Stargirl panel, the list goes on and on. Nancy Drew, Dungeons and Dragons, and cooking. So <laughs> we actually have some uh, some breaking news here. Speaking of Hulu, ooh, looks like we're getting it? a new series called Dope Sick, and it's starring Caitlin Dever and Michael Keaton. Wow, oh, Caitlin Dever is on the ooh. Wait, is this through the Twitter? Um, or did you find this somewhere else? Found it here. But yeah, it's a, it's an interesting combo. Good old Keaton. Your good friend. Michael oh, the Keaton. Diz Insider. Ooh, nice, nice. Dope sick. Okay, let's read into this a little bit. So Caitlin Dever stars. Okay. Um, so it looks like the series is centered on a compassionate school doctor, Mr. Keaton, who finds himself uh embroiled in a sinister corporate scheme that perpetuates America's opioid addiction crisis. Uh, takes viewers, oh, there's a little typo on that. <laughs> T takes viewers <laughs> from a, a distressed Virginia mining community to the hallways of a DEA and the uh, occupants of, of one percenter, um, Big Pharma Manhattan. Hmm. Interesting. So yeah, that's pretty awesome. Well, yeah, we got some breaking news here on the show. So we're going to review it. <laughs> I mean, it's Keaton and Caitlin Never, so why not? Who, you know? Who's been, been pretty solid lately? 
They've been very consistent. solid. I mean, that uh, that very, new, that very new show, um, I think it's called Woke. That came out or is coming out tomorrow, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was coming out, uh, if it was already out or not. But wow, hmm. that's pretty cool. Very, very excited for that. So we'll definitely have to check that out. And of course, Caitlin Dever will also be starring in the new Hulu series uh, Monsterland alongside Kelly Marie Tran. So that would be pretty cool to check out as well. So um, anything else you wanted to uh, touch on before we head over to the uh, new normal? It's Dune time. Speaking of sand. Dune. Yeah. What's in the box? What's in the box? The Pain. Dune trailer. Pain. <laughs> yeah. It looks phenomenal. Like, I am so on board. <laughs> so so on board literally one of like it is like this book has been it's i mean it's so big and there's so many stories it's been deemed on ad on i cannot talk today it has been viewed as unadaptable because we had the dune movie that came out was it 1980 i believe i never watched it but there was a few similarities in the uh, trailers themselves, but um, even the first scene, you know, when uh, Tim- Timothy Chalamet's character puts his hand in the box, that's literally from chapter one of Dune. So it is very, very like th- this is this is awesome. It's great stuff. But I wanted to get your thoughts. Of, um, of, I got I got to keep thought. it regular. It didn't it didn't blow me away like it did you, um, <gasps> it, it definitely looks cool. Obviously. Denis knows what he's doing. We <laughs> trust him. A lot of not a star power in here. Some of oh, it, yeah. like I don't know, like the I don't know, like the red and blue stuff that looked kind of weird when they're like fighting. It's like red mm. and blue. I don't really know what that is. Never read the book, but it looks. Oh it yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Sorry, go ahead. It doesn't look very like current as far as the CGI. That part specifically. Well, yeah, well, a lot of these are practical effects as well. Like a lot of this movie was done with practical effects, which is what's really blowing people away. But yeah. I'm still I'm oh, yeah, still excited, I'm, I'm but it just didn't it didn't yeah. like immediately grab me. Oh, dude, I'm I'm so in. It's just I, I don't it's it, this is literally like Game of Thrones, but in space. Like it is fan fantastic. It is uh I'm just, I'm, I'm blown away. Like I, and this is very premature of me to say, but Dune, best picture. Let's go. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, That's, I'm just ready. It's a bit of a stretch, I think, but we'll see. It is a bit of a stretch, and I know, like I said, it's very it's premature. A, it's a headline hot take for sure. It is. This, this, this is definitely the hype talking right now because, like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I've seen this trailer at least like five or six times, and it's just. This is like exactly what I imagined Dune to be. Like it's very, it's it's a very family. It, it's sci-fi. It has a lot of fantasy in it as well. But uh, I can't help. Uh, I'm just expecting for you know Kylo Ren to come out anywhere with his lightsaber. Yeah, it's always going to have the I Star mean, Wars comparison. Oh yeah, it's 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 gonna have to start with yeah, for, especially Timothy Chalamet. I mean, they they just look, you know, they, they they both got the long flowing black hair. I mean, even the worm, like oh the worms, it's wow. I'm just I'm this this knocked me off my socks. But I will say it did not 
mention when it was coming to theaters. It just says only in theaters, Dolby Cinema Experience in an IMAX. Because we know supposedly it's supposed to come out December of this year. But there were also whispers I saw online that it wasn't coming out till 2022. But I feel like they wouldn't give us the Dune trailer a three minute two one. years out. A three-minute trailer, too. Yeah, exactly. This is like a full-blown... Like, this isn't just a teaser trailer. It's a full-blown trailer. But do you think... if And, like, I, if it gets pushed back, I, I expect it to be pushed back until 2021. But I do not see 2022. No, it doesn't like, make sense. It literally makes zero sense. I just... I don't know, but yeah, I'm I'm blown away. It merely really makes me want to go back and read read the the book again. It's been a while since I've read it, but that's okay. I'm just very very excited. Like, oh my gosh, this is this is the time to and be. Speaking alive. of your your Oscar talk, we've got some new Oscar standards and rules and regulations for the upcoming years. Take us away, Devin. Give us those headline hot takes. Let's pull up this tweet from Culture Crave. Oh, Chromebook. Oh, Jeff Lowe gave uh, 10 and 91 out of 100. Yeah, so it took that amount of time to pull up Twitter on Chromebook. All right. <laughs> so there's a lot of, lot of new, new changes coming in for Oscar um, representation. 2022 and 20, yeah. Um, for, for the lead or significant supporting actors, there needs to be at least one leader or significant actor that is uh, from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group, such as Asian, Hispanic, Black, uh, Native American, Middle Eastern, Native Hawaiian, or Pacific Islander. Um, it's, it's really sad that we actually have to put that in as a rule. <laughs> yeah, it's It's definitely helps to have them there, but yeah, we really shouldn't have to. And then there's also rules for general ensemble cast. Um, similar idea there. And main story line slash subject matter. These all need to be diversified. And um, representation in marketing, publicity, and distribution. So you can't just hide your diversity within the movie. You actually have to market them and have them be present. Mm. And yeah, there's there's just a few different um, rules that uh, you have to meet in order for your movie to be um, nominated. Yeah, they all Oscar. seem to be following. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I I, I need to work on that. Um, but yeah, it really does seem like it's kind of the same. Like, especially for like, it's sad that it's like women have to be included in this as well. Like for standards, I mean, like I guess you know they're trying they're. They're putting these rules in place, thinking that it'll help. And I think it will. But eventually, I hope that this doesn't have to become a rule because, like, I mean, like, Lupita Nyong'o should have, like, been there for for us. Like, she really should have. And, I mean, there's just a lot of other people who got snubbed as well, you know, whether, you know, they well, a lot of minorities or whether just, you know, like, j- just other actors as well but yeah it's really it is kind of sucky that they have to put this in in order because i mean obviously you know it's it, it is a good thing but it's a bad thing at the same time because it's a good thing as in you know the academy is hearing the cries of those 
um, of people who are, you know, dissatisfied with some of the choices, let alone nominations. And it's like, you know, there's been a lot of Miss Oscar-tunities out there. So, yeah. And uh, yeah. The, the requirements need to be met. One of them needs to be met for 2022 and 2023. But then after that, uh, at least two of them need to be met in order for you to qualify. So, yeah, within yeah. the next few years, our movies are going to be looking more diverse. A, lot, a little bit more color in the uh, diversity in the uh in, in the academy that, that that's not bad maybe all the uh, old white guys will uh have stepped down from then so we can actually get some people in there who you know watch all the movies yeah <laughs> so that would be awesome but yeah moving but, on um i'll take this next one because it's got uh right. it's got a euphoria star here you, got, you really gotta watch euphoria because all these actresses <laughs> and actors are starting to branch off and I really stars. need it's it, it it's on HBO Max. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so Halsey, singer, songwriter, we all know her, and Sydney Sweeney, who is a part of Euphoria, have been cast in a upcoming movie titled The Player's Table. Hmm. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, so, so yeah, this open is open this up. It's Halsey's oh, major yeah, yeah. acting debut. <laughs> I wonder how she'll be. Forgot your <laughs> Chromebook's a few generations behind. <laughs> oh, it's actually a TV series. I was mistaken. Oh, it is um, a TV series. Is it coming to Netflix? Uh, I just assume I don't, Netflix. I don't see. Netflix I don't see any uh, service that's being released for yet. So maybe no one's mm. picked it up yet. But interesting. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, an interesting duo there. I'm a fan. Yeah. Where where would you see this going to? In, anything about the just, material so oh wait do they not put anything in here um i mean they kind of did nothing if you, it seems if you, it seems like hbo likes to like to use their actors for multiple things so it could be an hbo thing yeah probably but yes i will watch euphoria i'm just i i've ugh, there's a lot of things i gotta catch up on well, actually, no, not really right now. Well, there's a lot of things I got to watch, of course, especially once you hear that, for the that pod. Euphoria soundtrack. Oof. It hits different. No, I did not. It's different. It hits different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely have to give it a go. It, it, it is on my list. It's towards the top of my list because I still haven't watched Chernobyl as well. And that's only six episodes. So you can see where my life has been. <laughs> but, but it Pedro. looks like... Mo- uh huh. Vote for Pedro. Vote for Pedro, everyone, because it looks like John Heater says Napoleon Dynamite sequel is being discussed, and he wants to be, quote unquote, wants it to be, wants it to be dark. Uh, the future, <laughs> yeah, the future for Napoleon <laughs> would be a lot more raw and edgy. Oh, let's get some Zack Snyder in here. He loves to make things edgy. Uh, it wouldn't be your typical, let's do a sequel where they all look the same and all act the same. I guess that's that's, that's a no for me, dog. You can't you can't make Napoleon Dynamite raw and edgy like all these yeah. years later, too. Like uh it's yeah, it, it feels very um um yeah, it feels a bit dated to do that. Like it's just out of nowhere, this randomness. But it's, it's also just for, there's uh, just no edginess to any of the original movies, so it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, 
But hey, like I said, if you're looking for something raw and edgy, just call up Zack Snyder. He'll know what to do. <laughs> Zack Snyder's his new Napoleon cut. <laughs> Zack Snyder's Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> but um I guess um this next one kind of came as a shock and surprise and a little bit of a disappointment. Uh do you want to take this one? Sure. And we got Daisy Ridley staying in the news here. She reveals that Ray was planned to be a Kenobi originally. Uh-oh. So, she, so in the interview, she says that in the force awakens, she was supposed to be a Kenobi. And then, um, the last next Jedi. In the last Jedi, she's supposed to be a nobody. And then mm. finally she's a Palpatine. It's just, yeah. it's all awful. Like to me, <laughs> The best outcome would have been for her to be a nobody because that's the coolest way to do it. Another great way to send a message that you don't have to be a part of some weird family to accomplish things in the galaxy. It could just be anybody. Like not everyone needs to be related in Star Wars in order for things to be. Yeah, it's just more disappointment towards the direction of the overall trilogy. They really didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, I mean, I would say individually, each film I like, but like as a cohesive story, as like a beginning, middle, and end, it just doesn't hold up. But like, I loved Force Awakens, and we talked about last week. You know, John Boyega. You know, they're they're marketing him to be a, a big part of this franchise, and he had so much to do in Force Awakens. He was perfect, and it's like it was going somewhere. But it's like, okay, you know, from from Force Awakens, I feel like there's a better connection or more co- cohesiveness between Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, even though we never found out <laughs> how, um, oh my gosh, uh, the orange alien, I forgot her name. Uh, L- Lupita, uh, L- Lupita's character found Anakin's lightsaber. She was just like, she's like a a good question for another time like when they're being attacked um at her bar or whatever and then they just never talk about it ever again and i was like wow like you really think the people are just gonna like forget (laughs) but um daisy really has found work as we mentioned before so that is really good very very happy for her because she deserves it for sure and so do um oh my gosh uh oscar isaac and Mr. Finn Poe or Finn himself, John Boyega. So glad the uh the trilogy uh, the trio from at least Force I mean uh the Rise of Skywalker, they're they're finding work elsewhere. So that that's good. That isn't the end all be all of their careers. So cool, 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 cool. All right, Devin, do you want to take this next one? The Walking Dead. I sure do. I'm I'm the resident Walking Dead guy here because I've seen half of it. I think. Mm, don't, yeah, I haven't don't seen plan a single episode. So. Seeing the rest, but um, it's finally ending. Are you sure? Season eleven well, yeah. will be will Ooh. be the end. I think I stopped after season six, so won't be uh, halfway there. Won't be diving back in. I'm glad Aww. it's finally ending, but of course, with that news, they also announced that there's going to be a. A Daryl and Carol spinoff, which sounds so strange and unnecessary. At least it rhymes. And and there's also like a Rick movie coming out at some point. They just they're just branching out. They think they're the MCU. That's what it is. They think they're the 
the WCU or something. Yeah, WDU. Just, <laughs> WDU. WDU. <laughs> WWDC. Wait, that's Apple's event. Uh, yeah, I've I've never watched a lick of Walking Dead. I do not plan to at all. Um, yeah, I'm glad it's now finally ending. A nightmare. Huh? If you started now, it would be a nightmare trying to catch yeah. up. <laughs> that is very true. Like, the only show... Like, if, if I never watched Game of Thrones before, I would watch it for that. But that's only eight seasons. You see, that's this. So three extra seasons. That's, that's, that's a lot more extra TV watching time. But I just, I personally just do not have. So uh, kudos for AMC finally pulling the plug on this show and knowing when to end it. So, But then take the kudos away and, for just spewing out uh, spinoffs. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's like every big show needs a spinoff nowadays. I mean, I get it, kind of, but like not really. <laughs> Anyway, so our next news story here, it looks like Disney is under fire. So is Netflix, by the way. I saw that today. Um, looks like Disney is under fire for filming Mulan in China's uh, uh, Xinjiang province, which apparently is a bad thing. Criticism of the film is growing after its credits revealed an official thank you to the government entities of uh, Xinjiang, uh, the site of alleged human rights abuses on a massive scale, including the detainment of over 1 million, I'm not going to be able to pronounce that first word, 1 million Muslims. So, yeah, wow. from, from what I read, um, it's not as much like the filming location as much as it was thanking the Chinese government for it. That's the big uh, issue here because they're doing really bad things and you're kind of thanking them for it's just, it's just not a great look. Yeah, the Chinese government is not something you want to be a part of, <laughs> like at all. Um, but yeah, I, uh, unless for whatever reason, I feel like it might have been part of the deal, but I, I just don't know. But like that is kind of weird how yeah, they should have just went. found a different place to film it. Yeah, like out of their way to kind of thank the Chinese government. I mean, it's a bad look for sure, um, but nothing I won't necessarily lose sleep over. Still going to watch it when it comes out uh, for everyone <laughs> in December. <laughs> It'll be a long-awaited Mulan review because I am very I'm, – I'm excited to watch the movie, you know? I've, I've heard good things. I've heard bad things, so I'm, I'm very uh, excited to uh, dive into it to uh see what my where 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 i lie on that that scale so yeah so all gaming right time. so let's yeah we got some gaming news to finish off the cap off the podcast devin 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 xbox has some cojones <laughs> the impossible happened xbox went first not only did they go first when it comes to releasing the price of the Xbox Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S. Um, they gave us a release date and a pre-order date as well. Very, very exciting. But to kind of back up here a little bit, we're, 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 we're going to take it back just a second. The Xbox Series S was leaked online, I believe it was like 24 hours prior. 
the price got leaked, but the release date did not. And then Xbox kind of just said, "Yeah, they're just like cats screw out it. of the bag." Here you go. Yeah, like screw it. Like as in every single company should be that transparent. Like obviously, if there is a leak, there's no point in saying, "Oh, well, that that's not our <laughs> console." What are you talking about? Like. It clearly is, and there's no point of playing dumb. So they came out and said, "Yes, Xbox Series S is going to be two ninety nine, and they promised they would reveal more information soon." Now, take it twenty four hours into the future, they release the Xbox Series X is going to be priced at four ninety nine, and the release date for both consoles will be on November tenth this year, and pre order starts on the twenty second of September which is about two and a half weeks from now. So, and it's on a, uh, it's on a Tuesday. So happy taco Tuesday, everyone. But yes, they, 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 they have the cojones to uh, get this out there. And now the only question is everyone's looking at Sony saying your move. So yeah, of course. Um, any there, thoughts there's about that this? story that came out? We have it at the end here that PlayStation Five is planning to adjust their their plans in response to this pricing. Which, of course, that's what they wanted to do. They, whoever went first, the other one was going to like try to strategize and do yeah. something to undercut them, possibly. But I don't, I don't know if they can. Three hundred and five hundred. I don't think you can beat that. <laughs> I don't think you can beat that either. That is at a perfecto. Very, very, like, because because originally, I mean, the, the game of chicken is over, right? So originally, you know, there was rumors. I wasn't sure if this was confirmed or not, but it was rumored that you know Xbox was trying to wait for Sony to release their information first, and then they would go ahead and undercut their prices and say, "Boom, here's our prices." What I think Xbox did, or Microsoft, however you want to say it, I think. They are they, they went in with the undercut prices and just released that information. So yeah, and now like it's kind of like you know even if Xbox waited till after, I feel like these would have been the prices all along. I mean, not all along, but the, these would have been the undercut prices. But they just released these consoles at the undercut prices, which is now essentially forcing Sony to match their prices essentially i mean it's it's a rumor right now that you know they're going to be adjusting their pricing um as you said before but i mean 299 for a digital playstation 5 well yeah. you see it's, but it's like the only difference that's kind of getting me is that th there is i mean there is more of a performance difference between the xbox series s and the x the xbox series s will Essentially, run games at 1440p, 120 FPS. Personally, just, that's a real, that's, that's like a, an amazing price to get that performance out of. Yeah, you can't build a computer for that price and get that performance. Really, I don't think. You, you, yeah, not not for that price. It's like honestly, 1440p sounds fine. Like that sounds perfect for where consoles should be. Honestly, but yeah, of course, PCs you know, right now, not most, but a good amount. Yeah, I, I would I would say majority of the PC gaming community, at least from what I've seen. I mean, I would say majority of them are still 1080p, but there is a, a good chunk of people coming over to the 1440p, 1440p being like the new standard. Like you can game at 4K with a PC gamer, but 
with a PC, uh, gaming PC, excuse me, but that requires like a lot of raw power and that's a lot of money. So you gotta pick your battles there. But I, I, this, this is amazing. Like, holy crap. I'm like, I don't even want an Xbox and this is making me want to buy one, even though I won't buy one. But just like, just a quick 300 bucks. 300. That, that's the same price as, as a Switch. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> But also, really quick, um, there's a rumor going around that PlayStation 5 pre-orders won't start until October 1st. Oh, nope. <laughs> that is way, way too late. I, I mean, I, I just don't know. But um, we also have a little bit of size comparisons for the Xbox Series S and the X. Uh, they are just hollow models. But um, they're looking they're nice, pretty they're nice. nice. Yeah, nice and tiny. Especially that Xbox Series, the Series S also is uh, digital only. There is no disk drive, which I think it's totally fine. It is weird for a console, but it's, it's the future. We do it. We've been doing this on PC forever. Does your PC have a disk drive? Neither mm, does mine. Interesting. I mean, the only way, the only reason why I would think about getting a disk drive, it would have to be a Blu-ray disk drive, is to, like, convert physical movies that don't have, like, digital copies onto my computer. That's, like, literally it. <laughs> but, yes, these, uh, the price, the prices are really nice. Um, the size comparisons are pretty dang cool, actually. The only thing with the Xbox Series S is that it comes with a 512 internal gigabyte. So I definitely feel like you will yeah, be spending that's, that's a little COD bit more only, money. Basically. Yeah, that's, one that, yeah, that is COD. Yeah. So that that is the only downsize. The Xbox Series S is essentially double that size at one terabyte. So it's yeah, at 1,000 gigabytes, quote-unquote 1,000 gigabytes. But, yeah, it's, I mean, kudos to Microsoft. They're shaping up. I think a lot of people are going to be picking up uh, Xbox this uh, holiday season, especially at those prices. Come on now. A next-gen, a, a top-tier next-gen console, the same price as the Xbox One X, like $500, That that's a sweet spot for sure. I personally think the PlayStation 5, the digital edition is going to be 400 and then the physical will be 500 I, I saw a lot of people saying, oh, it should be a $50 difference. That literally makes no sense whatsoever. Because if, if, if I'm buying a new console, if, if someone told me that the Xbox Series S and the Xbox Series X were only a $50 difference, you know I'm going to get the X over the S. Yeah. Like, what, what is the point? You know what I mean? Yeah, there's no reason to not upgrade it. That even a hundred dollars is pushing it. Like, you really need to save a hundred dollars that much, especially yeah. if there's performance upgrades. Exactly, and this is longevity we're talking about. I mean, for me, I'll probably end up getting the disc-based PlayStation Five model only because a lot of my PlayStation Four games are disc-based, and it's supposed to be backwards compatible. But I'm not going to throw away my PlayStation Four just yet because. There's always something, there's always a catch with Sony when it comes to a lot of this backwards compatibility nonsense and certain things like the Jack and Daxter trilogy is on place is on the PlayStation store 
um, for everyone to, you know, buy. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, it's Jack and Daxter. You, I actually, you, th- you get Jack one, two, and three, and then Jack X. Um, but the ports are so bad. It's terrible, Devin. Like literally the worst port of that game. Like the best way to play that game besides PlayStation 2, what to buy the PlayStation 3 version because it was optimized for it. Like I ran into so many bugs and it's just, it's just not a good look. So that's why I'm a little skeptical when it comes to how is backwards compatibility going to work with PlayStation because with Xbox, it seems to be very seamless, but they haven't even said, we don't even have like a list of what like the top games or what games will work for the PlayStation 5 or for backwards compatibility. So that's another thing. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. And I, guess I think that pretty we'll, much ca- we'll wrap it up here. Oh, did you some... want to talk about Ubisoft really quick? No, we, we have, have about we five have, minutes. We have one more um, on, on Game Pass. Some good news, maybe some bad news. Um, the good news oh, they, is Game Pass will be adding EA Play. It's called EA Play, right? Yeah. We'll be adding that to the service for Ultimate and PC at no extra cost. But unfortunately... Oh, we get it on PC too? What? Yeah. yeah. Mm. But unfortunately, there cool. is an extra cost in general for PC because it's beca- it's coming out of beta phase and going into general release. So they're they're doubling the price from 5 to $10 per month, which kind of sucks, but... It might still be worth it. I think for ten dollars it'll be worth it. Like, I mean, I wouldn't go like if it was fifteen. Like, eh, yeah, fifteen is like definitely pushing it. Um, five. I yeah. feel like five is set it and forget it. But ten, I might be more choosy with which months I get it for. Oh, you mean like the games itself? Yeah. Or yeah. So at that point, so if it got to like fifteen, would you just? Yeah, I would only get it on like a month where a game's coming out. I want to play it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Because honestly, yeah, you could do that. But uh, really quick with the Ubisoft forward, I wanted to make a few shout outs. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the game complete edition, will be coming holiday 2020. We also have uh, a Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake coming uh, late January, January of next year. And we also, we got a little bit of a Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, goodness, I know Devin's really excited for that. Maybe might be able to get it for free with those shiny new graphics cards we've been uh, pondering over. Hopefully. And also there's a new uh, game called Immortals Phoenix Rising. Looks right up my alley. Um, I haven't really been able to look into it all that much, but it looks like it's coming to... Uh, uh, PS4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, Google Stadia, whatever, and PC on December 3rd. So definitely have to check that out, see what that's all about. I'm not entirely sure. But those are just some of the highlights I wanted to kind of gloss over very, very quickly. But was there anything you wanted to mention about um, Ubi Forward? Did you watch it? I did not. So that's all right. Oh, really quick. One last bit of news from the new normal. Sony Pictures will not uh, release any major films in theaters um, <laughs> until theaters are operating at significant capacity, whatever that means. But kind of want to throw that in there. But it's, yeah, we're pretty much kind of, the yeah, it's kind of a good look for them trying to like not push movies out and until coronavirus is more tame. But but when will it be more obtained? 
Because I feel like movies are going to lose money either way. Well, our, our terrible president knew about it the whole time and, and lied to the country. So that's why we're True. still stuck in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. But yeah, kind of wanted to throw that in there as a last uh, last little surprise news story. Actually, it was more like I forgot about it. But other than that, other than that sorry, uh, we're about wrapped up on time here. Um Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening. We do these every single week if you are new to our podcast. And, of course, you can listen to our podcast on any major platform around the world with Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Red Circle, TuneIn, Pandora. We're on Pandora now. And soon to be on a few other pla- platforms as well as um, as well as iHeartRadio. And don't forget to uh, follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at film optics. That's optics with an X. And of course, check out all of the other wonderful podcasts that we have available on the drive-in podcast network. I believe we have a new player, a new, a new person coming into the podcast, uh, candid cinema um, at AMX uh, MDA reviews over on Twitter and Instagram. She also is on YouTube as well. So, Definitely show her some love. Welcome her to the um, the network, the 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 Music City Drive-In podcast uh, family. And also, of course, we have a lot of commentary um, podcasts for you to listen to as well as sports. And we also have some music podcasts for you as well, as well as some Oscar talk over at the Music City Drive-In podcast. So um, I'm going to shut up now. Um, <laughs> that was Devin. My name is Christian, and we will see you all in the next one. Devin. Peace. <laughs>